Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to another Disney at Play podcast. Well, <laughs> the genie is out of the bottle, and it offers phenomenal additional costs with any bitty value. We look at this new genie program, what it is known as Genie Plus, as well as Lightning Lane, along with its options. We compare this to the previous Disney programs of FastPass, FastPass Plus, and MaxPass. We talk about changes and additions to the apps and what's happening to uh, uh, virtual uh, queues and how disability access service guests are even impacted by all of this. Um, then we'll project what this means to annual pass holders because they haven't really clarified that. It's big, it's complicated, and it's expensive. But Disney keeps reassuring you that it's designed with its super fans in mind. Is it? We have a comprehensive list of the advantages and disadvantages. We have a big grid that lays it all out and how it compares to before, um, both at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. When this launches, will your wish be that it that none of this ever happened in the first place? We'll explore that reality and more in this very involved Disney at Play podcast. Be sure to subscribe to your podcast subscriber to make sure you get announcements like this because we are usually the first podcast that will come out with discussion in detail about these kinds of announcements. And if you get a chance, please go to iTunes and others and provide us a positive rating if you're getting value from these kinds of experience. We love a great review when possible. You should also make sure you visit DisneyAtPlay.com especially today because we have not only Disney's uh, graphs and charts, very colorful, very complicated, but we also have a chart that we have especially prepared that kind of outlines what it looked like before, what it apparently is going to be. Um, we have some particular videos and links you want to take advantage of, and then a comprehensive list of the advantages and disadvantages. We're going to summarize all that, so make sure you check out DisneyAppPlay.com. So I'm going to begin not with what Disney Parks shared, but actually with the D23 announcement. Um, I think this is kind of a, a little better way to approach this. Um, and as I walk through this, I'm going to dissect it as we go through. Um, this fall, and I'm going to stop right there after the first two words, because we don't know the actual date it's launching. We assume that it's probably after October 1st for Walt Disney World, since um, I don't think anybody wants to deal with this before the day of its 50th, but it is coming this fall. This fall, the Disney Genie is coming out of the lamp and making magic of Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort. I'll stop there again. What is interesting is that there has been two different kinds of programs at the different parks. This brings it into one program across both, which is a little bit of simplifying if you go back and forth to each of those resorts. As first revealed during the Parks and Resorts panel at D23 at Expo 2019, 
Disney Genie is a complimentary and convenient new digital service designed to create your best Disney day. Stop there. Yes, that Genie is complimentary. Genie Plus is not. So make sure you understand that talking about Genie and talking about Genie Plus are two different things. Wishing planning was easier, wishing for more flexibility, wishing for better tools to help you make the most of your visit. You've never had a friend like Disney Genie who is here to make it all happen and more. This cool new technology will guide you through your favorite Disney parks with all the expert tips and magic that helps take uh, the guesswork out of what's next. Now, um, there's no lamp needed for this genie. Just open your phone for the magic to start. Disney Genie is built right into the My Disney Experience and Disneyland apps. So it's all going to be a part of it. So all your tools for a most magical day are contained all in one place. When you call on Disney Genie, get ready for your Disney day to be one you'll remember forever. I have no doubt about that. Uh, it includes a personalized itinerary feature that will quickly and seamlessly map out an entire day for you from the attractions you don't want to miss to the food you've been craving. Want an intergalactic Star Wars-centered day? Hoping to have a royally awesome princess-filled day? Just tell Disney Genie what you want to do and it will do the planning for you. Ah, uh, want to learn more about the features? Consider your wish granted. Three things. Get itinerary updates from morning to night. Disney Genie will continue to update your itinerary throughout the day so you can be more spontaneous and go with the flow. Find your favorites at a glance. Create your own personal tip board to instantly see your favorites. It will display current and forecasted future wait times, helping you predict what you might experience uh, when you might experience quicker entry to attractions, which is a cool thing I will have to say about that, possibly. Enjoy more flexibility and fun. Disney Genie brings existing planning features together in one place. Join a virtual queue at certain attractions, make dining and experience reservations, mobile order food at many locations, get help from virtual assistants, and more. All right, that's the free part. That's the Genie. Now, we go to the next part, and that's the controversial part. For even more convenience and flexibility, there are two other options for enjoying Disney theme parks through a queue called the Lightning Lane Entrance that saves you time in line. Lightning Lane, as in Lightning McQueen, it then says, Disney Genie Plus service available for purchase. So they're going to talk to you now about two options under Disney Genie Plus that will allow you to use Lightning Lane. One will be a focus on multiple experiences and one option will be a focus on select um big ticket new attraction experiences. Let's start with the multiple experiences one. For the price of $15 per day at Walt Disney World and $20 per ticket per day at Disneyland Resort. And I'll stop there. The reason it's two different pricings is that Max Pass was already 20 at Disneyland by the time it ended. Although I'm going to share later that that's a real apple and oranges comparison. But notwithstanding, it was $20 at the Disneyland Resort 
they feel like this is kind of new at Walt Disney World, that people are going to balk at the 20. Plus, you are actually spending more days in more parks, and it's not as easy to park hop, so they're making it 15 at Walt Disney World. Don't worry. Those prices will all go up at both parks. Choose, okay, from there you choose the next available time to arrive at a variety of attractions and experiences using the Lightning Lane entrance. You can make one selection of time throughout the day, like from classics like Haunted Mansion to thrill rides like Big Thunder Mountain, Railroad, and newer favorites like Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Parentheses, attraction subject to limited availability. This convenient option is the next evolution of the fan favorite Disney Max Pass service from Disneyland Resort. Disney Genie Plus will also include Disney Parks themed audio experiences and photo features to capture your memories, augmented reality lenses for those visiting Walt Disney World Resort, and unlimited Disney Photo Pass downloads from your day if you're visiting Disneyland Resort. Um, that is probably the most convoluted sentence of them all. I'll dissect that in a few minutes. But the long and short is Disney Plus allows you multiple experiences for $15 or $20 to a whole array of attractions. Then there are individual attraction selections available for purchase for the best of the best or favorite attractions. Let me put it that way. Schedule a time to arrive up to two highly demanded attractions each day using the Lightning Lane entrance, such as Seven Dwarfs Mine Train at Magic Kingdom Park and Radiator Springs Racers at Disney California Adventure Park. Notice they gave you a Walt Disney World example and a Disneyland example. Um, subject to limited availability, attractions not included with Disney Genie Plus. Pricing will vary by um, date, attraction, and park. Uh, let me just stop on that because that's important too. So on Christmas Day, you can expect that price to be much higher. On an off-season day like this week, you can expect it to be much lower. You can also expect it to be one price on Seven Dwarfs Mine Ride and another price on Radiator Springs Racers. So that too is another factor. Disney Plus, Disney Genie Plus will allow guests to choose the next available arrival window for the Lightning Lane entrance and more than 40 attractions at Walt Disney World and more than 15 attractions at Disneyland Resort. Guests can choose one attraction selection at a time throughout the day, throughout the entire day, um, subject to limited availability. Lightning Lane selections will be made on the same day of your visit and can be used across multiple theme parks. Great for those who love the park hopper option. Hmm. Attractions continue to offer a traditional standby queue or a virtual queue at certain attractions like Star Wars Rise of the Resistance to maximize flexibility. That's a whole nother beast. That virtual queue thing. While the FastPass, FastPass Plus, and Disney Max Pass services will be retired, we're incredibly excited about the flexibility and choices Disney Genie service provides. You could choose from all of our new options, a mix of them or none at all, and continue to have a great experience no matter how you decide to plan your best Disney day. So theoretically, 
you could pretend this conversation never occurred and get into any standby line? Well, not quite. But they are suggesting that you don't have to get your life so complicated by this. Disney Parks are also making some enhancements to our Disability Access Service program, including new options to enroll in the program pre-arrival and for participants to select arrival windows for attractions directly in the app. These options will be available in addition to our existing in-person DAS program. Visit our services for guests with disabilities page, yada, yada. All right, that's the announcement. So let me kind of summarize how this is all working. Again, I have a chart at disneyatplay.com that will kind of guide you through this to help you out. Let's start with the original concept, which was you get in line which is now known as standby queuing. Originally, that was the only option you had. Before, um, well, 1999-2000, that's what you did, is you just got in line on attraction. It was available on all attractions to just stand in line. In the future, it will be still the only options on a few attractions, Carousel of Progress will probably not utilize Genie Plus. Um, uh, the King Arthur's Carousel at Disneyland probably will not utilize this. So there, will, it will still be standing in line. Will still be the option on many attractions, actually, um, uh, particularly at um, Disneyland, um, and it will still be available on almost all attractions except um, where there is a virtual queue. Now, when Rise of the Resistance opened and they said you had to get a virtual queue to actually experience this, this stuck a knife in a lot of people who, for whatever reason, couldn't get that virtual pass. The problem here is now you've taken the knife and twisted it because you are now going to give people an option to pay extra, which sounds like greater flexibility to your day. But you're basically saying, again, emphasizing the fact that just buying a ticket in the park will not be enough. You will have to either have luck of the draw or you're going to um, have to pay extra. That's why I say it feels like a knife stuck in and now twisted. So that's the challenge. It's only on a couple of attractions that that's going to occur, but that's an issue in my mind. Second, FastPass and FastPass Plus. Well, in the original days, FastPass was free and so was FastPass Plus. And in fact, at Walt Disney World, FastPass Plus was also online. So you could kind of make those reservations in advance. And by the way, that was a big part of FastPass Plus is you could make those reservations um, well in advance of your stay, especially if you're a resort guest. This does not appear to have that option. Although, going into it, now, let's just explain again 
what the two options are under Genie Plus. The two Lightning Lane options are a host of multiple experiences, um, at $15 at Walt Disney World and $20 at Disneyland. It also offers a select experiences option on big ticket new attractions. We know at this time that Rise of the Resistance, Ratatouille, um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and Radiator Springs Racers are four of those attractions. It is my belief that there will probably be about two attractions per park. My guess would be um, at Disneyland, it will, um, it will be Space Mountain and Rise of the Resistance. At Disney California Adventure, it will be Radiator Springs Racers and probably Incredicoaster maybe Soren. At Magic Kingdom, it will probably be Space Mountain until Tron comes, plus Seven Dwarfs Mine Ride. Um, because we know that they've already mentioned Big Thunder as being part of the multiple experiences option. And Splash Mountain has a whole set of changes ahead of itself. So those will probably be the two there at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I believe it will be Rise of the Resistance, of course, and it will probably be Slinky Dog Dash. And I say Slinky Dog because I think that um, it, by virtue of the fact that it doesn't board as many people, makes it a more attractive option to pay extra. At Epcot, I'm pretty certain that besides Ratatouille, it's going to be Frozen Ever After. Some people have conjectured it will be Test Track. But my opinion is, is if you got a single rider queue at Test Track, why would you need to buy an extra? So that's my thinking there. Now, of course, all that will change when the new Guardians of the Galaxy coaster comes in. Then it'll be Ratatouille and Guardians of the Galaxy. And then at Disney's Animal Kingdom, Definitely Flight of Passage, probably Kilimanjaro safari, uh, Safaris because they can really get backed up during the day. You get a lot of value for the long safari. And Expedition Everest is, um, it's got a, uh, uh, a uh, um, one person uh, solo pass. Um, kind of thing. Why did I just forget the name of that? I just used it for test ride. Um, single rider, single rider. So um, that is what I think those select experience options will be. Of course, they're really promoting the idea that you can do, let's say, Rise of the Resistance in one place and go over to Ratatouille at Epcot and do it and that. And all of this, by the way, will be online. Max Pass was online, also at Disneyland Resort. That is essentially being replaced by the Genie Plus option. That's what they keep saying. It's just like MaxPass. Well, that's not exactly the case because MaxPass was included as part of the Disney Annual Pass. And 
in the Disney Annual Pass thing, at least um, in the Disney Annual Pass situation, that is the bulk of people who come to Disneyland. So is it going to be included? My guess is it will not. But I also believe that a lot of people are going to be upset, particularly at Disneyland. Although I'm not happy at Walt Disney World that it won't be included. Do I think they'll add an extra option to um, pay for a year of it? Probably. When enough people have whined and complained, they will probably go that route. Um, but that is going to be, remember when we talked about Disneyland annual passes a week or two ago, we said, boy, these aren't really different in terms of price. Well, imagine that now the Genie Plus option is added for multiple for the multiple experiences option. Uh, that's a whole different thing. And by the way, I don't think any of this is going to include the select experiences option under your annual pass. Maybe. They haven't announced it, but that's where it gets really confusing. By the way, we do know, as I mentioned earlier, it's going to allow you to choose more than 40 attractions at Walt Disney World and 15 at Disneyland. Now, um, what that says to me is that we're going back to using uh, the multiple experiences option at things like Donald Filler Magic. Um, that's how my son refers to it, not Mickey's Filler Magic. And at things like um, Ariel's Grotto, where you meet the Little Mermaid. Um, that When you have 40 attractions, that's what that probably means, is that they're going back to using that um, option. And... I'm a little disappointed because so many attractions really didn't warrant doing that. And so people are misled and thinking, oh, Genie Plus is going to get me on all these 40 attractions. Well, do you really need it for Mickey's Filler Magic or for um, Laugh Floor? That's why I think it's almost a false advertising. Is so often you can do those attractions without ever having to use a fast pass plus previously it wasn't under even the fast pass system originally and now they're going to again emphasize how great a value you have by using it at attractions like this so that is a disappointing thing for me now the my magic app or the disneyland app it wasn't called the my magic app at disneyland it was just called the disneyland app it had the ability to make park reservations make dining reservations, um, to um, do virtual cue boarding, like at Rise of the Resistance, to look at show times, to look at the standby queue times, to do mobile ordering, and even they started mobile shopping. With the Genie, which is the free thing, not we're not talking Genie Plus now, we're talking Genie, free to everyone. It will now include personalized itinerary planning. What does that mean? You get to go through and say, of all these things you see here, put a star by the things you think you'd really like to do. So, or they'll even say, hey, are you a big Star Wars fan? Are you a big princess fan? Well, click here. And we'll let you know all of the possibilities for Star Wars or for princesses. And so it will be in that spirit of what they're doing. 
Actually, you could already have named your favorites under the old app, but now it's even more highlighted and it's going to be more in your face as it continually reminds you, hey, it looks like the line is down over at the princess um, uh, meet and greet. Um, that's what they're talking about. There's a, they emphasize a continually updated tip board. Well, truth of it was in your old app, you could look at a map and see what the times are and you could also look at it in from a list form so this is really nothing new their advertising is new but it's part of what has been happening what is interesting with genie and i have to grant you this is a good feature under a new app they are forecasting future wait times for attractions now for a guy like me i can pretty well guess your future wait times but this at least allows you to kind of get a sense of how you might plan your day a little better. But here's what's happening. Here's why they have that forecast. Because you're going to say something like, oh, I want to do, I want to do um, Ratatouille. And it's showing, well, I'm not going to use that example because that's a virtual queue. I want to do Frozen Ever After and it's showing long lines and your continually updated tip board is showing you long long lines so about two in the afternoon it's going to send you and say you know what it doesn't look like this line's going to let out do you want to buy a genie plus select experience for ten dollars or whatever the amount might be and it's going to continue to wait well, i know that i know that Frozen Ever After was really important. You've clicked off everything else you want to do. Are you sure you don't want to buy? So it's going to hit you up is what it's going to do as it forecasts the future wait times. Um, that's going to be kind of a reminder of what you don't like about this as you go throughout the day. It's going to allow virtual assistant, meaning that you should be able to say, hey, I've got a problem here and get some answers. Hopefully they are using some good AR technology to answer the question. Hopefully, more importantly, they've got some really talented people ready to answer the questions um, in the background, which they were doing um, previously um, through, their, uh, through the Twitter board. Um, and they're adding audio experiences to the Genie. Now, what about PhotoPass? Well, the photo pass was um, an extra add-on package at Walt Disney World. Here, it is included with Genie Plus if at Disneyland. But what about Walt Disney World? Well, this is where we get into a controversy. Some people say, oh, this is terrific because it's included in the Walt Disney. It's included. Well, let's... And, and my friend David Zanola, who, you know, I, I tell you, as travel planner, you definitely want to use out-the-door travel. Because this is the guy who's kind of looking at this and saying, mm, not so fast. He and I have kind of gone back at it. Let's look at the text for this. Disney Genie Plus will also include Disney theme parks audio experiences and photo features to capture your memories. Slash or dash, augmented reality lenses for those visiting Walt Disney World Resort. And 
unlimited Disney PhotoPass downloads for, from your day if you are visiting Disneyland Resort. There's a lot encompassed in that one sentence. And what's difficult to understand is the photo features. Is that part, is that essentially the Disney PhotoPass at, at um, Walt Disney World? Or is it the use of the augmented reality lenses? Now, for those of you who are going, what is this AR thing? If you go to my site, you can see an example of this, and it's kind of cool. It's it was referenced as originally as as Disney PhotoPass Snapchat lenses, and you could um, you could get a picture of Cinderella Castle, and again, this video will show you on my on on Disney at Play.com. And it, it, you know how you have photo mosaics of different um, icons? Well, it shows a photo mosaic of Cinderella Castle, and then it kind of hovers in and shows you and a picture of your family on the castle. So it's a very cool little thing, and I think there are a lot more cool things that they're trying to do at Walt Disney World. But that's where it gets confusing. Is it that these extra things are free? But the photo pass is still not, or is it assumed that photo pass is included to include the augmented reality lenses? So that more to come on that, and and there was a D twenty three. Somebody asked the question. Oh, I know. When they asked the question on um, the Disney Parks blog, they actually, for the first time ever, you know, they have allowed. Um, comments. They just allow comments, as I recall, when they um, uh, released the Disneyland annual pass announcement. They did allow some comments, at least, to come in on um, the Disney Parks blog, and they actually responded to it. So this person said, well, I don't mind paying for Genie since the price is comparable to Max Pass. It seems like we are still being charged $5 more per ticket at Disneyland and getting less value for our ticket. Is PhotoPass included still? I don't see any mention of it. If we are being charged more and offered less, then I don't see the value in paying for this. Uh, well, she didn't read quite uh, carefully enough, but they did answer and said, Disney Genie Plus at Disneyland Resort does include unlimited PhotoPass downloads as well as audio experiences. Again, doesn't doesn't say what it is for Walt Disney World, though. And the, and the person was asking specifically um, for uh, Disneyland. By the way, um, it says, will pass holders be able to upgrade their passes to include this as an option on a daily basis? I think this is an important question. At launch, pass holders and key magic holders, magic key holders, will be able to purchase Disney Genie Plus on the day of their visit. As always, we'll continue to explore other enhancements as well. And of course, we'll appreciate their feedback when we launch the service. Well, then, yeah, they kind of said, yeah, you can, you too, and you'll pass holder, you can purchase on the day of two. Isn't that nice? Well, they'll let you do it right in the moment. Well, um, yeah, that means you're purchasing. But it also says, as always, we'll continue to explore other enhancements as well. And of course, your feedback was appreciated. People need, annual pass holders need to storm the gates of the kingdom and say, no, it should be included. Now, of course, when they do that, they're going to just give you a um, an upgrade feature that you pay in bulk. But 
know that that's what's happening there. Um, and that's what's happening going back to PhotoPass. What about virtual queue? We know that right now, Rise of the Resistance and Spider-Man Web Slingers out in California Adventure are using it. There's no other options um, throughout the day. However, we also know that coming, Ratatouille will have, have it. I assume the Galaxies, um, Guardians of the Galaxy will have it as well. Um, and um, you'll be able to um, pay as well in these situations. Let's go back to the knife and twist it kind of thing. So it is, I have to say, admit, it is more of an option than just being told, no, you're not going to be able to go on at all. At least you have an option to pay. Um, I also will say that Disneyland Paris is doing this thing, which I talked about a couple of weeks ago, where virtual queues are enacted certain times of the day in heavily um, guarded areas. So could it be possible that... And I think this would be good to say we're doing a virtual queue at Ratatouille starting at about 9 a.m. or 9.30 in the morning. So the first half hour, hour is just walk on. Then we'll do a virtual queue. And then towards 7, 8 in the evening, we it goes off a of virtual queue and you can go standby. To me, that makes it fair. And I see that they're kind of doing that in Paris. So could that happen here? Maybe. With annual pass holders, I've kind of talked about this. MaxPass was free. FastPass was free. Um, Genie Plus is apparently going to cost gas. And or it will be an add-on. So then finally, the last thing I should mention here is DAS. And... Um, Previously, it was really a pain. You had to go and set this up in the park, standing guest relations to get the pass. And then for each attraction, you had to go to the specific attraction and get a time and then come back. If, you're, if, if you had a child that didn't quite understand this, it was disappointing to go to that attraction, get the pass and say, yeah, now we're gonna come back in an hour and ride the attraction and go walk on. It was hard to understand that. Um, so um, now they have, what they will be doing is they will be allowing you to set up that pass via a Zoom call. I think that's a great addition to talk to somebody momentarily and have them ask you a couple of questions, what your needs are and set it up. I think that's a very fair thing to do. The problem is, is their ability to handle anything um, with a voice on the other end of the line has not been a good one. So why do I think that this is not going to be a four hour wait to get to talk to somebody and to set this up? I'm guessing you will still be able to go to guest relations, set it up the day of, but they do allow you two attractions set up in advance two days before. So this is also an interesting thing. In, in Walt Disney World, when you did this, 
you could say at Magic Kingdom, and could you set us up for Seven Dwarfs Mine Ride? And they would set you up for one attraction. Here they're saying, and, and, and all the parks did that except Epcot, who dragged their feet and made you walk all the way to Frozen Ever After to get that, um, that time. Um, and, and was incredibly frustrating at Epcot. Here they're allowing you to set up two attractions in advance, but you got to do it two days in advance. You got to get on that Zoom call two days in advance. How this all affects annual pass holders, other than I'm going to be on a Zoom call every two months because it only lasts for two months, <clears throat> I don't know. But it does sound like electronically I can still do this in the parks once I'm there and in similar to a max pass. So it does look like it will be by and large, not perfect but a whole lot better than it was and that they're using the technology much better. So let's talk about the advantages and disadvantages of all this. The advantages list, unfortunately, is not as long as the disadvantage list, but there are advantages. Um, the advantage of it is, um, is that um, you should be able to find some way, first of all, to get on a ride. There should be no guest denial, as in the Rise of the Resistant Virtual Queue thing, where if you didn't get that time to come back yet, you were out. There was no option. So that's the good news of that. You may have to pay, but at least you will be able to go on a ride of your choosing in some form or another. Second, it's more day of instead of months before. I think the Walt Disney World model had become very complex with people doing fast pass um, setup and everything months in advance. Now, and that was very frustrating for us annual pass holders who couldn't do the same. Um, we had we had a lesser um, time frame to set those up. And so oftentimes there were very poor options available on certain days to annual pass holders. So I think it makes the experience a lot better that you don't have to do it so soon. Now, all that said and done, there was on WDWNT News Tonight, today um, something that said they believe that guests staying in the resorts will be able to when they come into the park early to be able to make that um, uh, I want to say fast pass but that those genie plus selections um, early or in the day um, whether they're even possibly from their hotel room instead of having to be in the park early, even though they're now having the option of going to the park early. You get the idea. So, um, and I'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. Um, the advantage, another advantage is it utilizes more technology and it, it makes, it, it simplifies the advanced planning chaos of Walt Disney World. Um, paid lightning lane selections um, relative um, to uh, 
Um, the select ones can be made across attractions. That's a good thing. You um, Theoretically, you can ignore all this and go to standby lines unless there's only a virtual queue. Um, you can still identify softer times to be in the park when you don't need Genie Plus or Lightning Lane. Now, let me just stop and say something about that. I have to say yesterday, as I was learning about all this news, I was in Pandora World of Avatar. And at that moment, there was only 15 minutes wait to get onto Pandora World of Avatar. And it was walk-on to get into Navi River Journey. And it was walk-on to get onto Dinosaur. And it was walk-on to get on to um, uh, Expedition Everest. And it was only about 10 minutes to get onto the safaris. So if you kind of plan softer times in the year and that type of thing, softer times in the... You still may be able to... It's getting harder, but there are still times you can, you know, not have to do any of this. Um, to that end, I have not used these options in Hong Kong or Shanghai where they have been used for, for some time. And they really have made a difference in my day. I went standby and I was okay with it. I knew how to, you know, uh, pay attention to which attractions at what time of day. And I got through fine. Um, and the ultimate advantage, if no one uses the paid options, standby will be great. And in fact, if they charge more for those paid options, standby will be even better because it will be so expensive. People won't want to go use those paid options. So standby will move quite quickly. So it's going to be interesting to see. Clearly, um, there's more dynamics during the day. All that said, for whatever advantages I just named, there are a ton of disadvantages. First off, it's being rolled out. And the optics of this look awful and disgusting. I don't care how you describe it on your parks blog or, or whatever. It is not impressive. Um, not one bit at all. It is a poor... Um, and let me just, maybe this is a good time to talk about what um, Josh Diomaro said. And I have said on multiple occasions, I am impressed by this guy. So I was very interesting, interested, very interested in what he had to say. He said, there is nothing more important, obviously, than our fans and particularly our super fans. What I want to make sure people know is that this is better. This is going to be a better experience for all of our guests. One of the things that was important to us as we embarked upon this transformation in the theme park space is that we took input from our fans and from our super fans. That input has resulted in where we are headed. Genie is a tool that I'm very bullish about and know will materially improve the guest experience. I'm going to stop there and say this. When you say I'm very bullish about it, that means... I am supporting this 100% and I'm not being forced by Chapek to do it. So he gets responsibility at this point. And I appreciate him taking responsibility. I just hope it pays off for him. What our guests have asked for and what our fans have asked for is simplicity. To be able to plan easier with more flexibility. And this is what is what we are going to deliver. I'll stop there. In truth, there's some truth to that. 
In some ways, as I'll tell, talk about in a minute, it gets a little more complicated. He goes on to say, Genie lives on your phone. It's an app that will live within the existing Disneyland and My Disneyland Experience apps this fall when it launches. And you are basically telling Genie what kind, what you are into, specifically interested in, whether you're with young kids or a bunch of friends, and you're interested in kids' attractions or princesses and superheroes. Genie is going to take all that input and tell you, this is what you should do and how you should have the most fun possible in a Disney park. That's game changing. It takes all the pressure off of you to create a spreadsheet and think, what do I do now? What do I do next? It's all right there. Not only is it right there, but if you decide that you've changed what you're interested in or what you're going to do next, Genie can get to work in the background to do that for you. That relieves pressure to make sure you're maximizing your time. I think that changes everything. We are taking more than 60 years of experience and data and applying artificial intelligence on top of that. And now you've got a tool that is game changing. Well, um, that's a big thumbs up to what's going on here. Do I think that it is going to relieve pressure to maximize your time? I think in some ways it will maximize your time. And I think that's an advantage. Even if you choose not to use Genie Plus, it will maximize your time. But I do think it will add pressure to spending. And that, I don't think that's really good. He is particularly sad that, um, oh, I'll talk about that in a minute. Let me go down this. First of all, I think there's poor optics and I think most people can read that. Second. It is hard to make sense of this. I'm not sure you've understood what I've said. Um, and I've tried for the last 10 hours to really make this simplified. Um, to first time and seldom visiting guests, I think this is very frustrating um, and harder to make sense of. It'll be frustrating to learn that once you pay for Genie Plus, you mean? You know, so you imagine, you hear Genie Plus, oh, okay. Oh, that gets us, okay, it's like, okay, I'll pay for that. And then you realize, oh, wait a minute, it doesn't include Ratatouille. I have to pay extra on top of Genie Plus to do Ratatouille? That's not going to be a magical moment when that happens. And I think it will happen for a great many. Conversely, you may say, oh, it says here you got to pay extra for Ratatouille. Oh, okay. Oh, not just extra for Ratatouille. You also have to play the Genie Plus and then the extra on top. Yeah, that's not going to be a magical moment either when you do that. Um, in David's words, it's not offering greater incentives to stay on Disney property. Um, they've already taken some things off like Magical Express and people are already, especially DVC, on, I heard from John Scally, a friend of mine, he and his wife, they were not happy. They were ready to reconsider selling their options in DVC. Um, they are, I think there are a number of people who are truly annoyed who are DVC holders. And um, it's for those who just simply stay at a Disney property, I, I'm, there are less options. Genie Plus, all the only option is now Disney is allowing you to go to, into any park, any day, 30 minutes extra. Now, how do you get to the 30 minutes extra? That's different than the before where it was an hour or two before. 
It's 30 minutes extra. It's like Tokyo Disney, um, where those who, who were staying on property could, could walk in 15 minutes extra and basically go get their fast passes. Basically, what 30 minutes extra does is allows you one free walk-on attraction without having to pay for it. But they're already assuming that you're probably going to use Genie Plus. And so what good advantage of that is? So, and then now for deluxe people, uh, a deluxe resort guests and Disney Villa guests or DVC guests, they're going to be able to um, stay an hour extra after the end of the day. I think it's an hour extra. Um, that adds some benefit. But again, all of this is just basically saying, what is my incentive? Genie Plus, with its options, does not seem to be offering a greater incentive to stay on Disney property. Here's the next thing. I may be annoyed being sold by Genie on lesser options when greater options are blocked off. What do I mean by that? I'm trying to get into Star Wars Smuggler, um, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. And the, and the line is long and as long as the day is long and I'm trying to look for a lesser time and it keeps coming back to me and saying, yeah, the line's still long over there at, um, at uh, Millennium Falcon, but good news is Launch Base, a walk-on. <laughs> well, you only want to be told that Launch Bay has walked on so many times. That's not, that's not going to work for you, Star Wars fan, to be told, you know, that there's there's a there's lesser options available to you when you still haven't done the very things that are the driver of you coming. Here's another important point that is not mentioned. Not all parks offer the same values for $15 at Walt Disney World and $20 to do the um, Genie Plus uh, multiple experiences option. I could see that $15 being a whole lot more valuable at the Magic Kingdom than it will be at, well, say, Animal Kingdom, especially when the top things at Animal Kingdom are already premium things you have to pay for. So that's a big, that's a big issue right there, um, is what is going to happen there that, now mind you, that you, you could you the next thing is is that will say to you well then i'll use my 15 dollar day and go park hop that day and that will offer greater value but for your park hopping but remember it also costs you extra money to go park hop you have to put out a lot more money to visit disney that's the disadvantage at the end of the day. It's going to cost a lot more for you to do what you want to do at Disney. Even MaxPass, that MaxPass comparison is an, is an apple-orange comparison. Because if you didn't want to do MaxPass, you could still go get a FastPass. That's not an option anymore. And so to say, yeah, all the people love MaxPass, so we're going to... No, no, it's not the same thing. You're now having to put out a lot more money, and that's going to really impact. Um, people like annual pass holders. In fact, Genie Plus is not being made available as part of annual passes. And also, by the way, going back to uh, complicated things, 
we're not sure how it's combining or impacting dining reservations. So you go out and do a 60-day advanced dining reservation, but then you get closed in and you go, well, you know what? My, my uh, select pass to go on a particular ride, the only time I could do it is the same time as the dining reservation. If, you know, I, I love the idea of not having to do all this months in advance. But if you're still having to do the dining months in advance, what's what good is it? So my feeling is, is they need to change that and make dining more a day of thing. I don't know. I don't know, but I think that's an issue of how it, it wasn't just doing fast passes in advance, it was also doing dining reservations in the past. Complimentary photo pass, not sure what's going to happen to annual pass holders as well. Uh, at Walt Disney World, that was added to your situation. Not sure that that's included. It's confusing. Um, it's not maximizing flexibility uh, when there's no standby option. Um, I'm not sure what all this means for a Disney cast member who is now being told, yeah, you get free tickets into the park, but you got to pay extra in order to go on and do things. What message are we sending to the cast members? So that too is a concern. And then finally, I want to talk about this super fan thing. Josh J. Marl talks about the idea that they really paid attention, not just to fans, but to super fan. Well, what is a super fan? A super fan, from what I'm reading here, is someone who's willing to pay whatever it takes to enjoy Disney. And I, I have a problem with that. I see myself as a super fan, but I don't see myself as a stupid fan. A super fan should not be defined as one who just recklessly pay, puts money on the table no matter what. Um, there are a lot of super fans out there, but at some point they kind of say, hey, wait a minute, this is too much and you are being unfair. Maybe you need to get a grip on how much a percentage of all of this is going back to your shareholders and to your executive salaries rather than trying to take it out of the day guest. In summary, here are three things that I feel very strongly about, uh, for me at least. First, it's not fair that a ticketed guest has to pay or have luck of the draw in order to get into a virtual queue for a new attraction or a big attraction in order to visit that attraction. To me, it was already sticking the knife in, now it's sticking the knife in and twisting. Second, Genie Plus should be included with Disney annual passes at least the higher tiers, but it should not be something that um, that now you have to pay extra once you get into the parks. Third, I just want to remind everybody here that if you don't like Genie or Genie Plus, the only way to put the Genie back into the bottle is to not use Genie Plus in the first place. Don't pay extra for those attractions. Don't do the um, don't don't pay the fifteen or twenty dollar fee. Just go standby. If everybody did that, 
Disney would back away from all of this. Or, better yet, it just would be that, hey, it would be the lines would move quickly, as we have seen. If you have been to the parks, you have seen that while the lines look long, they move quickly because there was no fast pass. There was nobody cutting in front of everybody else, or there was a very small few that were those who paid for the plaid. And thus the line moved quickly and you got on the ride and the attraction. It wasn't a big hassle. When it became a hassle is when you stood there in line because you didn't have a fast pass, but 75% of those going on that ride that hour did have the fast pass. And so you were just standing there. The line wasn't moving. And when it's not moving and it's hot out there, it's miserable and the experience is miserable. So long and short, if you want to put the genie back in the bottle, don't use this. All right. <laughs> Maybe I got a little emotional there at the end. But hey, that's why we offer these posts and podcasts to keep you informed and up to date. So please check us out. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you check out our videos at and Subscribe there. And check out our Wayfinder Society where we offer real value because when you make a donation to help podcasts like this, you get really cool apps that you get to enjoy that allow you to explore the Disney parks even further. Thanks for being part of this Disney at Play podcast. Appreciate you joining us. Make sure wherever you go, as we always say in Sinbad's Storybook Voyage, follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon.